Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. What up, what up, what's the deal, everybody? Y'all know what it is, man. Y'all are once again live in the War Room. Brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Man, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy, Dev Mac. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother, B. Austin, for... Yo, y'all know what it is. We do this every year, man. This is our Super Bowl 56 pregame tailgate. Our little short one-hour pregame tailgate show. To the big game, we got a special guest in the building with us today. We got uh, Fred Purdue in the building with us that's going to talk. We're going to give our last little bit of thoughts about the big game that will, you know, will be on your TV screens later on today, man. Super Bowl 56 between the Cincinnati Bengals, do not call us the Bungles, versus the, the home team, literally, the Los Angeles Rams. So, look, man, we, we're just going to we're gonna talk everything – you know, we're going to talk all of our last-minute predictions and last-minute thoughts on this game. We're also going to give you a little rundown of, you know, who got into the Hall of Fame this week. Uh, the NFL Awards were also named. So, you know, just chill with us for this next hour. And uh, sit back, relax, bust it up again with your guys. And prediction. Yes, and prediction. Right. Right. Let's go. <laughs> it's time to go, man. Y'all know what it is. Y'all can, y'all can uh, get in. On the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room, blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, IG, wherever. We're everywhere at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls. Uh, if you want to call in and give us your predictions about the game, we're taking predictions throughout the whole show. Um, we're at a you know, different time, special time. I don't know who's on the Internet and know that we're even on, but, hey, if you're listening, call in, 323 410 Zero zero one two, and give us your thoughts, your quick thoughts on the game. Uh, B, what up, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little what bit up, excited though? about this game. You know what I mean? Man, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited as well, man. I mean, I, I'm not sure why, but uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's nice to have the Eagles not in the Super Bowl in the sense that I can enjoy it. I'm not on pins hey, and needles. I mean. You know, not nervous for, or not sweat. Except for a couple of times in my life, you know, it's a feeling we can get every year. <laughs> on the other <laughs> hand, Fred, what's up with you? I know it feels good for you to not have – I mean, I know you like to be in it because most of the time y'all in it, y'all win it. But like you said the other day on the show, you said it's good to, you know, just be, be in this as a, as a neutral fan and you just want to see some good Just enjoy right? some football. Yeah, good. I love being able to watch it as a fan, guys. And, um, you know, it's interesting to see different teams finally. I mean, for the last 20 years, right, we've kind right. of seen the same team. Not even my team, but just you've seen the Steelers. The same ones the making Packers. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've seen the same teams. At least we you get, get your see. mix of Man, Patriots, well, let me Steelers, tell you what you Packers, Colts. You, well, you, know. you definitely <laughs> did not see the Cowboys. <laughs> Definitely, and I, and I am happy for that. I have First every Cowboy year that the Cowboys taken. do not make the playoffs. I'm sorry, do not make the Super Bowl or lose in the playoffs. I get to troll everybody, everybody. It's one of the few teams. Yeah, when they when they make the Super Bowl, I may make my graceful bow out of uh, NFL participation at least for yeah. I might a go back to college, right? Because you know how it's going to be. Because that's the thing, y'all talking about trolling them, but the only reason they get trolled so much for being, you know, for not making it is because they're all, like, every regular season, they troll the whole world for the entire regular season, and then when they don't make it, you know, they, they just they just fade into oblivion, as Mike Tyson would say. But, <laughs> but like y'all said, when they finally break through and make it, let alone win it, 
Oh my God, that's going to be unbearable because they're going to oh, act that, like, be they're going to act like the thirty years in between didn't happen. They're going to have that talk of entitlement and we them boys and this is what we do. We win champion. Like they're going to forget the whole thirty year drought in between. So you know, as we all Even know, if they lose life, it, at be some point it's going to happen. Right. Just just being there, it's gonna be crazy. Yo, even if they lose, but it, but if they win, they I'm telling y'all, come on, man. If they win, I'm leaving. Like, yo, if I'm, I'm going I'm back going. to the college game. Unbearable. I'm going back I'm to the college game forever, right. forever. <laughs> All right, it's, it's, y'all y'all know it's, it's just gonna be crazy. But look, man, uh, before we get started, just want to remind y'all that uh, every week. Whether you're live with us or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. So uh, make sure you go to warroomsports.com or one of the many major podcast listening platforms and you're bound to hear shows from the network. Tissue and the Tape, The Broad Street Line, Superstars, John Appetit, On the Couch with the Wilsons, After Further Review, take your pick. Um, all those shows are there. Your favorites are there. So, look, today's show, the entire show is brought to you by my bookie. So, look, Super Bowl is here. So it's time to lay down some money on the biggest game in sports. You got a mere matter of hours. Place your bets. So lay down some money on Super Bowl 56 by joining us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wages a little bit after the game start. But, you know, don't try to go and, and see how it's all going to unfold and then try to go to mybookie.ag and place a bet. Like, they're not going to let you do it while Dre and Snoop and Kendrick and Mary and them are performing at halftime. They don't go that better halftime? we got something for y'all. Join now, and mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. So just use the promo code WARROOM to activate this offer. That's one word, all caps. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it, man. If y'all take that promo code, man, your your Super Bowl 56 bet could be even bigger than what you actually have in your pocket. So make sure you do that because they're going to match 50% of that. All right, man, so let's let's get into what, we, you know, what we're here to talk about, man. Well, well before we go – all in on the Super Bowl, man. The Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022 was revealed Thursday night at the NFL Honors. Um, below, I mean, uh, you know, there was a lot of names that I felt could have, probably should have been. We'll talk about them in a minute. Here's the here's the names for the class: uh, Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Sam Mills, uh, a favorite of of of. Our uh, today's co-host, Fred Purdue, Richard Seymour, Bryant Young, Cliff Branch, Art McNally, and Coach Dick Vermeil, uh, you know, for his time and making it to the Super Bowl in Philadelphia, winning the Super Bowl in St. Louis, uh, Dick Vermeil gets into the Hall of Fame. Do you guys have any issue with anybody on this list that did make the cut this year? None for me. None at all. Richard Seymour. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Yo, okay, this is what I heard, and, 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 you know, it was mostly from Bucks fans. I heard, you know, the talk of how does Leroy Butler make it and Rondé Barber doesn't, and they're throwing the, you know, the numbers out there. When you look at stuff like interceptions, sacks, stuff like that, Rondé Barber's numbers, even Pro Bowls, um, Rondé Barber's numbers do look better. And like me, I don't really, I don't have a dog in this fight, so I wouldn't have cared either way which one made it in there. But a reminder to the fans, though, when you're looking at defensive backs, though, you can't always go on numbers because you know you look at a guy like you look at a guy like Diggs from Dallas this year. You look at his interception numbers, and you think he's one of the greatest that ever done it. But you don't realize on the other side he gives up more yardage than any other quarterback in the league. Anyone ever in the world, yo, with Diggs, man, shout out to the grandson of Terrell Buckley. It just means Terrell Buckley's grandson or his son. Oh, Boomer Bus Diggs, Boomer Bus Buckley's son. They're the same person. So, 
congrats on your man, Richard Seymour. Uh, Fred, I know you have plans to go to Brady's induction. I'm pretty sure you're not making the trip for Richard. I, he's going to give him his flowers over the television, right? Nah, he don't, yeah, oh, yeah. If, 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 in case you didn't, couldn't tell, uh, Fred don't care about defense. Whoa, whoa. Just quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, just quarterback. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not making it for Richard Seymour. Um, very great player. Uh, one of the prototypes for like those those hybrid defensive linemen, but they can play inside and outside. But yeah, I'm not making that trip. Uh, when twelve goes in, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. So what's up with him, man? He's not going. I thought you was telling me earlier he's not going to take that one year, that one day deal to re- retire as a Patriot. Why? Why is he so mad? Like, I mean, I understand this is a place that you made your bones. This is a place that you became the quote unquote goat. Um, things happen in football. I mean, you get old. You, he sat there for 20 years and watched this organization get rid of great players when they got a little bit older. So, you know, different. Don't don't be a hypocrite about it. Is what I'm saying. I understand you might be on a different level, but you know, come on, 20 years—that's a long time for somebody to believe in you when. You know, when it all started, nobody believed in you in the first place. So, like, how long is this going to take, you think, Fred, for them to just let bygones be bygones? And he mentioned y'all in his retirement stuff because I think that tweet yeah, was that, real – that IG post was real disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it was real disrespectful. And I held out hope that the, the second – and honestly, I didn't think he'd retire this year. I really didn't. I thought – I think he has about two more good years left in him until he goes into – you know, retired age, Peyton Manning, I look really bad um, area. But uh, I thought that that tweet was really just – it was just like, come on, man, you're being petty at this point. Um, here, I, and I've never said this publicly, I've, but personally, I, I actually even said Brady should have retired after um, the 28-3 walk-off, walk-it-off, call right. of the day. I said – Either you walk away, do the Jordan pose and call it a day, call it a career, or they let you go just because of what, you know, how Belichick you operates. And, I mean, listen, Tommy and, had to go to the Wizards, too. <laughs> and, right, but this time and, the Wizards were stacked, and they, and they won. <laughs> yeah, and they won. Uh, but then even after you guys beat us in the Super Bowl, I said, man, 500 yards, it wasn't your fault really that, you know, the guy that got rid of you, his defense didn't didn't do you any favors. Maybe walk away now with your with some pride, and then everything kind of went went to right. went to shit. So right. you know, you know, I, you know right. I love you, I got you. Got to give you shit because Derry did it. He just did it again, right? So he Uh-oh. blamed uh, he blamed Belichick's defense, which it was it was their fault. It was their fault. You throw for five hundred yards, you supposed to win, but. There have been plenty of times when Belichick's defense has say, won the day for the Patriots, and Brady got all the credit. Plenty Shoot. of times. Oh, first, of first three Absolutely. Super Bowls, Absolutely. at least. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Second I mean, half for, of, the, but, of, the, of the Falcons game. Like, you know. I'm just making thing. sure and you're I mean, not Skip Bayless, and I'm not the person not Skip that Bayless with it. <laughs> and, and here's my thing. I don't blame Malcolm Butler for – one corner doesn't – stop you from giving up what you gave up. I mean, it's right. just the, the defense wasn't – I hate that when you – unless unless you're, unless you're like Tim Tebow-esque and you just can't, you know, you can't produce. You, you can only complete one for four for like 12 yards and then you give me a, a touchdown at the end, you're not the reason we won. You just happen to get a good play. But typically I hate blaming one player for a, an entire team game uh, performance. Okay, but you know what though? I think and, and the fact that he didn't walk off then, and then you know came to a, a Bucks team which was pretty stacked. You know, just needed a great quarterback. Very stacked. And one, <laughs> I think that definitely should have been his walk off moment because at that point you're at odds with Bill Belichick, you're at odds with the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots didn't have a good year that particular year. Simple fans are always going to say, see, I told you it was all Tom Brady. And, you know, people are disrespecting Bill Belichick after this season. Like, see, even Tom Brady leave. He can't even make the playoffs. 
That's bullcrap. I mean, Tom saw the writing on the wall, so he got out at the right time. I um, saw the writing on the that's wall. Your definite, that's that's your guy. definite walk-off moment because it's like, okay, now I have one more than Bill. He had a terrible season without me. I got the simple fans on my side with the with the you know, weak <laughs> analysis. Boom, walk off. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of got greedy. He's like, hey, this team is good enough. Because I think, I think the Bucks were actually better this season than they were last season. The team was good enough mm-hmm. to try. So they were like, we're going to try this again. And then, you know, no shame in how far they did get and, and walking off that way. But dropping the mic after winning a Super Bowl somewhere else when people were saying you and Belichick were joined at the hip and couldn't do anything without each other, that would have been the perfect time. Absolutely. And and I'll even say that I, you guys know, like I do, I was the most, I was the probably the saltiest person in the world simply because when your favorite player goes to another team, you don't want that player to be great or good. Right. But eventually, <laughs> you, it kind of wears off. You you happy? You're happy for. Him. Granted, I had an, I was slightly invested. He was my my fantasy quarterback, so I had no choice but to. Oh, because when, knew, it, when it gets around week six, week eight, and they just balling, it's like, all right, I've got to stop hating that. All right, all right. Nothing all I can right. do about that's, this. That's my guy. Go Brady. It's my guy. <laughs> right, go Brady. Yeah, exactly. It's, but but the contract was fantasy. Asshole, like, fantasy done ruined sports. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, definitely can't even, yeah. I can't even hate that's my fantasy quarterback. Right. Speaking of, I'm going into my final season of fantasy football, period. <laughs> the league that I run. You retire? Why are you one retired, more, it has one more space left on the trophy. For one more space for a nameplate left on the trophy. I I wanted to stop playing fantasy five years ago. Yeah, but I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hey. finish this off so the trophy don't look raggedy. We're gonna finish the trophy, and once when it's, when it's do, done, do I'm done with fantasy. I don't been. like I don't like how it makes me watch football. You know what I mean? He has been bitching, yeah. He has been bitching for longer than five years about fantasy. I just thought he was right. lying. Nah, I just it's all about the the trophy, not looking raggedy, man, and just finishing it out. So we're almost done with that. So these Hall of Fame honors though. Um another big name that keeps coming up, Devin Hester, was passed over this year. How y'all feel about as he that? I mean, been. you know as, uh, Yeah, but but you know Devin Hester is not being considered as a wide receiver. He's not being considered as a cornerback. He's being considered as a return man. So as a return man, is Devin Hester not one of the top three return men in the history I, I, of the game? He, absolutely. He's a yeah, absolutely. He's top, a goat. Right. Top five. So that's what I'm, I'm, top I'm just five, giving top, top three five return man. doesn't agree. But. Top five return yeah. man of all time. But let me ask you this. Now let's take this conversation and stretch it out over, uh, over the life of, of, of our game that we're discussing here. Can you name me the other two, three, four return men that got in because they were return men? Because well, I could name I, you some return men. I personally men don't even know who's say. in. I could just name you other great return men, but, but yeah, I don't know who's all, in the Mel, Mel, Mel Gray? Is Mel, right. is Mel Gray in? Is Brian Mitchell in? I'll kick, that's what I'm saying. I don't know who's a in. Lot of, I'll kick over a building they put Brian Mitchell in the Hall of Fame. But, but, this, is, but this is the same <laughs> thing, but B, this is why we came up with our HOF or FOH um, segment in the first place, because we don't care who yeah. they let in and who they don't let in is who we think. And I think when you're considering this dude as a returner and you're considering those other dudes as a returner, they should be in the Hall of Fame. You put kickers in the Hall of Fame for what they do. They're not all-around football players. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they score a lot of points, but these return dudes score a lot of points, too. Not kicker-type points. But these dudes score a lot of points. My my only push I think as a return man, Devin Hester gets in, you know, right away. That's just me. My only pushback with the the other guys did something different, Devin Hester was so dangerous that – and in today's world, he would even be a different player. But um, he was so dangerous, teams would literally kick away from him to the point where they're right. kicking the ball out of bounds or they're just, look, we're just okay, <laughs> taking we're penalties. Kicking, just kicking to somebody. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that you ran a kickback in the Super Bowl and you are considered a weapon, like it's literally four, fourth down is not just a routine kick or it's just not a routine kick. So yeah, those other guys may not be that dangerous. They, now we, Devin so now we put, carved we put, out a we niche. We put Desmond Howard. We're putting Desmond Howard 
and the joy and the joystick in the Hall of Fame? Nah, I would so, I would not be against putting the joystick in the Hall of Fame because I don't of think I was about to say like even Devin Howard, I don't think he was Devin Hester though. I mean, he no, did he his wasn't. thing in the bowl, but I don't think he was Devin Hester. But but like I'm saying, like dude, he I mean, we know he tried to play corner, he tried to play receiver, but we know what Devin Hester is. And I just think, you know, there's a lot of very good return men, a lot of dangerous return men. But some of these guys, like, this is all you know them for. This is what they do, and they were great at it. I, I just don't see how and, – and and he's going to be one of the we're last – We're not putting that, Bicek and Hemmer. We're not putting nah, Bicek and Hemmer nah, in the hall. Nah, not even close. He wasn't even that good. He, <laughs> he was just exciting when he scored, like, one touchdown and started boxing the, the, the goalposts. But um, with Devin Hester, it's kind of like – I don't know, like, <laughs> I just, I can't see, like, all you think of when you think of dude is returns. And he's one of the last of what's going to be a dead breed because of the new rules. So he might, you know, if you don't let these kind of guys in now, you're never going to see return men in the, in the Hall of Fame because they don't even let you Absolutely. return anymore. Like, you have to take a chance now. You got to return it from, like, 107, you know, you got to be seven yards deep in the end zone because – they don't move the kickoff up, and most, you know, most kickoffs go out of the back of the end zone these days. So, I don't know. All right, so I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking names. If, if Devin Hester is the gold standard, I'm trying to think of who comes close that we could all say was oh, just him alone. Jo- Josh, said you would kick over a building. Josh Curry, as returners go, Josh I would put Curry. Brian Mitchell in there. I would put Brian Mitchell Brian in the Hall of Fame as a returner. Dude was steady as they go, man. He was steady as they go. Brian Mitchell, Brian Mitchell, I mean, because right. it's not just about the touchdowns. Brian Mitchell is going to get you field goal position in important moments, you know what I mean, all the time. And you don't even know how. He wasn't fast. He wasn't shifty. You don't even know how Brian Mitchell was that good. He was just My man good. just ran straight. He just and picked, put it, it he in picked the gap, <laughs> and he just, yo, yo. Yo, we putting that in the hall. His, his lady, <laughs> Brian Mitchell's ladies probably loved him. <laughs> he, he saw a gap, and he just went up in it. L L B M man, ladies love Brian Mitchell. So I don't know, but we ain't gonna spend all our Super Bowl time talking about Brian Mitchell. So shout out to everybody who (laughs) did get into the Hall of Fame. Um, You know, for the Tory Holtz and the Devin Hester's and you know guys like that. Better luck next year. Yo, I guess Tory Holtz man, gotta gotta go. They made T O. They made T.O. wait, even though it was for different reasons, then, you know, I can't be was mad there any, these other receivers got to wait. Was there any finalist guys that you that you just, like, you're like, man, he should have, this was a knock, this was like, no, no brainer, Tory he should have gotten it. Okay. Tory Holt should have made it in for his no, it was the return Tory Holt should have made it in for, uh, for E.T. Tory Holt should have made it in for his brother Sam Cassell. It was a lot riding on Tory Holt. <laughs> He's a good. He's a good looking brother out of the family. <laughs> I, I got. A, I got two. I got a couple. I got a couple. Um, you got Zach. What Patriots and, you got? And, and no, absolutely no Patriots. Absolutely no Patriots. And it comes from the one team I hate in my own division. But Uh-oh. I grew up watching him, and I'm sorry. He he should be in Zach Thomas, linebacker. I mean, this was Zach Thomas this was, was easy. he was a beast. Yo. Yeah. Zach that Thomas absolutely. Yeah. We definitely Thomas underrated Luke Cookley. Yeah, he was before. Luke Karaoke before Luke Karaoke. A little smaller, a <laughs> little less athletic, but yo, I, I Zach Thomas was the man. And that, and that's my that's <laughs> what I think, B. What you just Zach said, Thomas. I think Zach Thomas gets punished in people's minds because of his attributes or lack thereof. But the but the bottom line was Zach Thomas the was production. A great Yo, right. He was a great football player, but he wasn't the sexy football player. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I think people punish him for that in their mind. So yeah, that, that, that's that's my other two. That's definitely two. My that's other two, and and great. and this one's a little bit of bias because I'm a Miami Hurricane fan. But Andre Johnson, I'm sorry, you don't with, at least for this. To be in for are you talking first because he wasn't in first ballot or not getting in at all? Dre's getting in the Hall of Fame. He's going Dre's to get in the best. First, ba- yeah. first ballot, first ballot, I can live with Reggie Wayne not being there because he was the other guy 
on the other side of yeah. Marvin Harrison. For a long time, he was, <laughs> he was John yeah. Taylor for a long time. And not Jerry. Exactly. For a long time, but, he for a long time for death. For a long time, he was just holding the hammer. He wasn't doing the <laughs> shoot. Pretty much. But Andre Johnson, do you have a DeAndre Hopkins, a Julio Jones? Do you have, those big receivers like him, six three, six four, like two hundred and twenty pounds? You don't see dudes like that pre him. I, but you I do put see, him in just because he. Worked, I put him in because he. I put him in because he exactly. worked Cortland Finnegan's ass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Put him in the boxing hall. And, and my thing, my thing is too. Name is quarterback, and I know Dev. I, I mean, um, B. Austin. I know how we feel about quarterback, but name is quarterback and tell me. No, no, it how, matters. How that's wide receivers. It matters as wide receivers. I mean, that's why my man. That's why exactly. my man Anquan so Bolton better get into the hall. Did he get he in already? Better, he better. No, he isn't in yet. No, he's, he's another wide receiver. My man. My man Anquan better get in. Because he had dust thrown it to him a lot of his career. <laughs> and but be yeah. often my uh, my last my last one because I know you both of you guys love offensive line and we know how y'all love the offensive line and the defensive line. But Willie Anderson needs to be in. At some point, we need to get him in. Yeah. I mean, one of the best offensive tackles in of his well, of his period of time from '96 to '07. He was one of the two or three best well, tackles in, in, the, in the Listen, NFL. listen, Fred. Like for me, speaking for myself. Like yeah, we 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 do we love the concept of the fat guys because nothing works without them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about in in our conversation, for me it's more the cohesion of a group of linemen being being great. But when it comes to Hall of Fame and all that, I, I can care less. <laughs> I, I love what they do for the game, but they can they can argue. Y'all can argue offensive linemen amongst yourselves for the Hall of Fame. I mean, we know the, the the big names, and he definitely should be in. But yeah, I I, I love them dudes. Shot, I love what they do. Shot fired. By the way, Ronde Barber's not a Hall of Famer. I'm just gonna call it out. Ronde Barber's not a Hall of Famer. Yo, I'm I'm not a hundred percent against that sentiment. I just think, like I said, you know people what, looking man? at numbers in comparison to others who have been. Ah, <laughs> you know what, man? Corny. Listen, Fred. Go ahead, Bucks fans. We're, call we're me out. More more often than not, we're opposed in our opinions. And I'll also admit that I have a certain bias that we're probably not going to talk about on this show because we don't have time. But I support that. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with the Rondé Barber should not be in the Hall of Fame. First of all, he's a co- well, he's a cover two corner. He's a cover hey, two. B. Corner. Austin would put Rondé Barber in the Hall of Fame as a Philadelphia Eagles receiver. No, just think about absolutely. It. <laughs> that's, absolutely. That's where he, that's where B would put it. No, in. no, you know what? Because because, because, last, because a certain last. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback who was known for not throwing a ton of interceptions seemed to always throw them to Rondé Barber. So that they, must have and, been his and, favorite. And, and tell me if I'm wrong. They were friends. They were friends. They were actual <laughs> friends off the field. So uh, not, that's a, that's yeah, I don't. Dude, that's you got to be yeah, friends yeah, with somebody you throw that many completions to. Come on, how do you my not only, I know, my him, only I know he and P.O.'s relationship my, didn't didn't pan out, but most of the time you got to be friends with somebody you throw to that much. Mm-hmm. That, that much. <laughs> now, my only legitimate point is I will protest if Asante Samuels doesn't get in the hall and Rondé Barber Rondé does, I'm, I never get in the hall. Yeah, Asante, <laughs> I, Asante I not being in, I got a problem with that. Because Asante might be the best cover two corner of all time. <laughs> for real. I, I, I got to ding Asante Samuel for one thing. The ball hit him in the face in 2007 against the, against the Giants. No, we don't care. We don't There's care a, about I'm what sorry. happened. That, 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 one play as a Patriots. That's a no for me. Personal. He mad at him. Yo, dude, <laughs> to, 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 to Dev's point, and I didn't really think about it this way, Asante Samuel is the best cover two corner ever. What covered what per, what corner played in that scheme and was better than him? Like scheme wise, he's the best cover two corner ever. That's a great point. Yeah, he got to be in the hall. Ronde, I mean, at least on the short list. If, if, if people don't agree, he's on the short list at least. All right, hey, well, let's get to these uh, uh these these. 2021 award winners uh, for the NFL regular season. Uh, the one that we don't even, you know, we don't even pick on this show, but 
I'm going to give him his props. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award went to Andrew Whitworth, offensive tackle for Super Bowl-bound uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, comeback Player of the Year. I think this was – it was a no-brainer, but there was – there actually, there was competition for this. Um, Joe Burrow won the award. Um, I think I think I might have even picked Dak Prescott for this award because um, we're talking. Right I would have picked Dak Prescott for that one. Yeah, yeah because you think about Dak Pre- Prescott's like Don't foot being backwards the year before, like he landed on the ground and his foot facing the wrong way, and to have the year that he had. Um, luckily for all of us, it didn't culminate into anything. He don't uh, need his foot. He don't run anyway. <laughs> just, just stand there and throw the dirt. Uh, and when he coach does, of the he year. Throw, never mind. Never mind. Let me coach let of the year, Mike Vrabel. Um, I believe that was my pick as well. Um, defensive rookie of the year. If you picked anybody else, then you were definitely just hating. Uh, Michael Parsons, linebacker, Cowboys. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, Bengals. Uh, I owe the fantasy championship to him. Like to thank God, my family, and Jamar Chase. Um, yeah, defensive I lost my player of the year. because of him. <laughs> <laughs> defensive, yeah, he 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 made he a lot of people happy, and he made a lot of people mad in that fantasy championship uh, weekend. They didn't see um, him coming. Defensive player of the year, player of the year, which was presented oh. to him by his older brother, who this award at one point should have been named after, uh, T.J. Watt, Steelers. Uh, offensive player of the year. Cooper Cup with his 185,000 receptions this season. Triple crown, <laughs> not bad. Um, MVP, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, uh, Packers. I have Red, calls with you that. probably have I issues have, I have with, this. with that. I actually, I actually picked Brady. Why? I picked Brady for this this year. Um, Why? But, you know, you know, I saw Fred with, saying, with you know, all these accolades and all this, and he only got one championship. That's that's a little bit of you, Fred, being a, a Patriots, a spoiled Patriots fan, because outside of that, when you put on your your analyst hat, you know how difficult it is, not just in football, but in any sport, to to rise to the top and actually get one. Y'all made it look so easy over the last twenty years that I think when you talk about stuff like this, especially if it's an affront to Brady. Fred, Fred, start to fade back. Yeah, into, do you really, you know, do you really understand how hard it is to win a championship, let alone three or four in a row? Do you, do you understand that? I, it, trust me, I, I understand. Um, for so me, then you it, acknowledge that they did a deal with the devil. Oh, of course, absolutely. We sold our souls to okay. the devil a long time ago. Bill Belichick did that a long time ago. My bad. Can y'all hear me? I had some technical difficulties. Yeah, we, we got you. Uh, the, we've acknowledged that the Patriots sacrificed uh, 18-year-old virgins at an altar to Belzebub <laughs> in order to get the success. Absolutely. That Absolutely. Yeah. No, but what I was saying before I got cut off, I was saying, well, with this one, you know, the way when Fred says stuff like he, you know, all these accolades and, and Aaron Rodgers only won one Super Bowl, I like, you know, the spoiled Patriot fan in him, Sometimes make you know it make makes him, him fade back, back into, into common fan mode when he talks about stuff like that. Because Fred, you know how difficult it is in football and in any sport to win a championship. The fact that y'all got six of them makes you yeah, talk like that sometimes. <laughs> For me, when I said when I so the, here's the context with that, right? So and we and we kind of went back and forth in the comments. I said. Um, you have all of this regular season hardware, and I also point to Peyton Manning too for this, right. uh, because before he went to Denver, he didn't. He had all of this hardware, but he's never. He only won one. You won with. You had all this talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but you shit the bed more times than you should. You there. Every game comes down. Any big game comes down to one or two moments, and mo, more Aaron Rodgers than. Peyton Manning, I can I trust Peyton Manning more than anything, but Aaron Rodgers just he there are just moments in a game and you're like, dude, just make a play. Make okay, a play. but make listen, that same play you made in the regular season, make that play in the playoffs. And, right. it's, and it, I, I get it, it's play calling and all that great stuff, but you're doing less with more. Listen, can y'all hear me? I'm making sure I'm still on. Yeah, can y'all I hear me? Okay. I, 
But you have to be honest, because I know a lot yeah, of the times when you say this is because you're, even without saying, you're comparing these guys to Brady. But you can't tell me, even as a Patriots fan, that you, you're talking about all the weapons they have, but you can't tell me that either one of these guys consistently in their career had a team as complete as Brady's Patriots teams. You can say all the sexy names on offense you want, but a team as complete from the line of scrimmage on the offensive side, defensive side, then, you know, getting to some of the skill positions. We know Brady, most of his wins didn't come with just juggernauts at the skill position, but I think it's been proven time and time again that other stuff that's a little more important to that is more essential to you winning. That's why I, me and me and B used to get get at Donovan McNabb as much as we did because people used to always say, well, he didn't have receivers and this and that. He always had a top three to five defense. He always had one of the top three offensive lines in the league. He always had a great versatile running back, and he always had great tight ends. And a quarterback like him was really only throwing in the, to the tight ends anyway, you know, until he got yeah. to yeah. And and and, yeah. and you throw so, to T.O. So, because you're forcing it to T.O. because he's T.O. But Donovan McNabb would rather throw in between the hashes. And people used to always yo, make that excuse. Yeah, he's to, 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 station, to stationary targets because right. he is so I would Jalen even put Hurts them in that big, conversation, big brother. Like throughout those yeah. years, those early Patriot championship years, like the Patriots and the Eagles, I think, always had the most complete teams in the league. They, they just had, could get they it done. The same, they had, they had the same done. team. Except one had a, a a great quarterback, and we had Donut McGlaze. But um, Fred, my my issue, my issue my issue with you is shout out to Dev. That's his name for the ball. Um, yeah, my issue is some of the line that you chose because we had this argument or debate the other night, and some of the old linemen that you chose to use. There's a strong possibility based on how fast. Aaron Rodgers, and that is one thing that he shared with Brady, not not a lot in technique or style or whatever, but they both got the ball out super quick. And the, and the reason Aaron got the ball out super quick was because a lot of these O-lines that he had weren't good, and a lot of those guys were overrated. And he put a lot of those guys into the Pro Bowl with the way he played and the decision to get the ball out quick. Some of those some of those linemen that you named as being great, I'm not going to sit here and say they weren't good. They were good, but as a unit, I don't believe the lines that Rodgers played behind were all that great. I think that he was great enough to cover over some of their weaknesses. And then when we talk about skill position weaponry, listen, Devontae Adams stands on his own. Donald I'm not going to say that about Jordy. I'm not going to say that about Randall Cobb. Um, who's the dude that, that's on TV? I think he's actually a little underrated. Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings, Greg Jennings is a little underrated. But I, I think when you take Devontae Adams and Donald Driver out of that list of receivers that Rodgers played with, some of them guys, you got to hit them with a, what has he done? I need you, I need you, you to know. put some respect on my guy Jordy Nelson, man. Please. Why? Please. Why? 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 He played Jordy was an all-time a... great quarterback, and when he went Jordy elsewhere, Matt. granted he was older, he didn't do shit. He, he, he was he was he was older and, and kind of injured up though. I, I like Jordy. Exactly. Jordy um, Jordy is basically what you're getting from Cooper Cup, dude. I mean, at this point, that's what you're getting. He's always open. Wow. You, you you still have to. Here's the thing. You still have to get open. Regardless of the quarterback, you still have to get open. Mm-hmm. And he was always open. He was reliable. No, no, no. I think Jordy Nelson was like Adam Thielen part one. <laughs> and and you see what we're doing yeah. here. we comparing them to all the white receivers. Yeah, yeah, like I know. I know, I know. <laughs> we racist like that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're comparing them to all the white boys. Um. All right, we can't spend too much time on this because we got to get our, our picks in for the Super Bowl. Uh, we got the homie Tobias. He's on the line, man. I'm sitting here. We only got 20 minutes left, so I'm about to just let him on. He can just be a part of the conversation with us. Um, but shout out to everybody who won. Uh, and what's good, Tobias? 
What's up, man? Roll, roll time, gentlemen. How's it going, everybody? How's it going, front running friend? How's it going, gentlemen? <laughs> wow. All I got to say is wow. that you come right I, in. You know, I gotta get on friends. No, I gotta get on friends with the heat. With the heat. I gotta get on Fred because when the heat's good, he comes out of hiding. I gotta get on my boy I've Fred. Been, I've been here. We've been here. We've been here. Come on, man. Hey, all right, so man. Man. All hey, I'll say Glory this, right? Okay. I'll say this. Before I do my Super Bowl pick, I'm tired of these Bucks fans going into Whistle Well thinking Seattle's gonna trade Russell Wilson. It ain't happening. But with this <laughs> game right here. Uh, it's not even about so, Seattle trading Russell Wilson. Like, for me, it's like, why. Does everybody think whoever gets Russell Wilson is an automatic Super Bowl contender? Like, when did Russell Wilson become Joe Montana? And I like Russell I Wilson. I can yell that. I'm not knocking him. I'm not knocking him, but when did he become, like, cream of the crop elite? Brady? Where he's going to put Fred, anybody Fred, Fred about into the knock him. Super Bowl. Fred about to knock him. Go ahead and knock him. Hey, but I mean, uh, he's not okay. that. He's a good quarterback, but he's not. I already said yeah. Russell Wilson is not all-time great. I mean, he's right. good, but, I mean, the reality is he has a Super Bowl because of a defense. So, no, and Percy has exactly. The reality team. is when they started leaning on him, the team wasn't as good as they used to be. When they when and they he, had to make sacrifices to get his salary to where it was, you know what I'm saying, to pay him like a top-tier quarterback, team got worse. So it kind of kind of you know shows you like you know we were Russell, a better team Russell, when he Russell wasn't Russell. making a ton of money and we had other weapons around him like defense. The, the decision to to not hand that ball off to Marshawn Lynch told me he's not elite. I'm sorry. My name is Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Anybody else? They're handing that coach. I don't give a damn what you're doing, what you call. We handing this ball right. off. Right. I, I don't care that you yeah. don't want you don't want my hood homie to get this MVP, so you don't want him to score this winning <laughs> touchdown. They want to win the Super Bowl, though. Because you know what, yeah, Aaron. I, I mean, I, not Aaron Rodgers. Um, Russell Wilson looks better for it in the long run because right as as time moves on, twenty years from now, people are just going to know he won two Super Bowls. They're not going to they're not going to care. Oh, they handed it off to Marshawn Lynch for the game winning. Mm-hmm. They're going to know he has two Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? What do we say now when we talk yeah. about – I mean, he became a great quarterback, but when we talk about Ben Roethlisberger, he won the Super Bowl twice. Nobody remembered at the first game he was barely a participant. <laughs> he was just getting the ball snapped to him let's not forget, the first time he let's won. Let's not forget he threw, a, he, he, threw a, what, he threw a pick or he fumbled against – was it Indy and had to make a tackle? I mean right, – like, <laughs> So it's like you're the reason people not going to I know about I know that listen, in the long run know, he's, he's going to be a first ballot yeah. famer. Russ ain't, like, Russ, ain't, Russ ain't Joe Montana. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. I think we I think we're a little hard on Russ. I think back that up, back that up, back that up. Hold on, I'm gonna get to you, Fred. Fred, 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 Fred's gonna poop on him and say that I'm the gatekeeper of the Hall of Fame thing now. Hold on now. Oh man. Damn, like, like, come on, Fred. I'm my bias is just this. He went from an average Becky to marrying a black woman. So Russ is always gonna get my vote. Like you, you did well, son. But I, I, I think we're hold on. We're being a little hard on Russ. I, I like, I like your analysis, Dev, because when he didn't have the big salary, they could pay other people, and they were heavily invested in that defense. When they paid him the big salary. You take his, you know, you take his weapons away, um, and and things change. But I still have him as a top, top six, top top eight quarterback in the league. No, and 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 I'll take this season out because he had a terrible season. But over the over the last five years, Russ hasn't been top six to top eight. Uh you know what? But you're but I you're judging him off the you're judging him off the mediocrity of the rest of the quarterbacks in the league. You're top six, top yeah. eight in a league full of bad quarterbacks, and you know so. Mm. Yeah, and, gotta, um, you know. Hey, but hey, y'all talking about this game, right? I know I gotta drop this real quick. Uh, the Rams, not the Rams, should win this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause one thing I'm looking at is Eli Apple gonna have to check you the Cooper Cup or Odell Beckham. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Eli Apple got somebody. his mom on his side. Yeah, <laughs> he got to check somebody. And then here's the other one: the Rams, not the Rams, but the Bengals. Their offensive line is putrid. 
is awful. Yeah. But they've yeah. gotten this far because they played Ryan Tannehill, the Raiders, and the defense finally oh. caught Patrick Mahomes' interceptions. And Andy oh. Reid's ego got in the way when he didn't want to run the ball. They were begging him to run. Uh, I don't even think that's ego. I don't even think that's ego, man. Andy, 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 something, something wrong, man. Andy can't run the ball when yes. he needs to. It's just not he's allergic to it. I got a question for all three of y'all. Um, Tyler Higby not playing. All three of y'all. How big of a loss Huge. for that is the Rams? Now we know, you know, Huge. Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby is a good tight end. He's not yep. Kittle. He's not Mark Andrews. He's not Kelsey. You know, he's not those guys, but. On a team where you know Cooper Cup gets his 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 thing off like that, uh, Higby is the second leading receiver on this team. I mean, maybe if Odell plays the whole season, that might not be the case, but he's an important part, you know. Nonetheless, second in re- receptions, third in touchdowns Huge. on that team, he's not going to be able to play. He's their man in the middle. You think that's big? Like huge. just huge, make it more difficult, or like a debilitating loss type huge. No, no, no. Huge as in make it more difficult, but not not debilitating, not debilitating, but but huge because huge. I think we don't pay attention to how we don't pay attention to how Stafford uses Higby because we're used to seeing Cooper Cup shine. We want to see Odell shine because of the you know Instagram models he's going to pull. Um, and Van, you know Van, Van is running up and down the field. So we don't pay attention to Higby's 10-yard seam routes stationary in front when Stafford has to dump it down or come off of that primary or secondary read and find Higby. We don't really pay attention to that. So I think it's a big loss. But I don't. I think Sean McVay is adept enough at a coach, as a coach to design a play plan or uh, design a game plan that allows him to insert plays or insert and options it, that account for that. Kendall Blanton, he had he caught five for fifty seven against um San Francisco and okay. he scored a Security touchdown. Blanket. How does this um, affect the Rams in the run game? That's that's my problem. How does it, right. how mm. does it affect them in the run game? Oh, Cincinnati Acres gonna have to be even more violent if he don't have that extra body in there to you know. Yo, is it me or is Cam Akers not? Cam Akers had a a a torn Achilles and he came back looking like young high school Barry Sanders. Well, Cam like Akers, Barry Sanders. I will say Cam Akers is going to be one of those guys that we're not going to be talking about in two or three years though, because he doesn't run to not have contact. Like Cam Akers will have. And, and you know like what? Next to, your, week. to your point, too, Dev. Like he's one of those. Not He's going to be good not, for a short yeah. amount of time because he's going to destroy Short him. amount of time. Not only that, Cam Akers ain't big. Cam Akers like 210. Right. He he thinks Cam he, Akers a little he, big. He, he, he plays like he's big. But, you know, he's one of those dudes. But he is uh, nice. I mean, he should do good stuff for him in the Super Bowl. The Rams have the worst run in football, too. And uh, which, which is weird. Not the Rams. Oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, I mean the Bengals. Uh, I mean, the Bengals have the that, worst. That would be weird. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. I, I get right. Yeah. The Bengals have the worst run deep. And, uh, and also, like that Higby, see what happens? People are as tight ends are usually a security blanket to help move the chains. Mm-hmm. But with Blanton, he showed up last against the Niners, who has a big time defense. Trash QB, but everybody, he gets great PR. Uh, you know, but uh, but he's a big key right there. But I, but the Bengals, right? I'm I, I just wondering because you ain't gonna run on the Rams, and it's just gonna be hard for them because they just ain't because you know he got sacked against the Titans nine times. Stafford's better than Ryan Tannehill, and remember the Titans ran on them. It was a Ryan Tannehill threw the ball when they got in trouble, <laughs> you know. And one quick thing also. How come nobody's getting mad at Joe Burrow for wearing fashionable stuff, being cool and cocky? But a certain guy, a certain quarterback he's to play for the Panthers did the same thing, and they got on him. But I'll leave that here. Because um, he's better than him. <laughs> uh, no, no, Tobias, Tobias, I appreciate the attempt. But the guy, the guy who plays for the Panthers isn't better than anyone on this program right now at playing quarterback. He's I know. I know. Back. Hey, but yeah. you got to admit, Bialsa, like the funniest thing is the media finally let that 2015 MVP season go. They finally let it go. I'm like, thank you. But go ahead. <laughs> All right, Fred, I know you gave him the other night. So we, we'll go one side because I think 
everybody pretty much knows the, the the key to the game for the Rams. That's why I wanted to bring up the Tyler Higby thing, just to see how you guys think they should, you know, combat not having him and, and adjust to that. Fred, give us the keys to the game for the Bengals, because, I, you know, the Bengals are the underdog. Um, I think a lot of people believe that the Bengals can win. Even people who pick the Rams think, okay, I'm not going to be surprised if this scrappy team wins. But what are the keys to the Bengals just going out and getting this win? What do they have to do to win this game? Uh, protect Joe Burrow. If you can keep him upright, you have a chance. Um, the obvious, I mean, this is what Captain Obvious wins, um, the win the turnover battle. And you got to cover Cooper Cup. If you can do those three things, you have a chance. See, but the, the, but the thing is, like, it sounds simple because even if you blanket Cooper Cup I know, I mean, and you hold, him to, <laughs> you hold him to respectable numbers, you forgot you got that other dude go off. Now. You know what I mean? Right, you got him. definitely go off. And shout out to my man who don't get a chance to be a part of this, man. I like Robert Woods, man. I'm mad that he couldn't. Yeah, I like Robert Woods. He, he's another scrappy dude. Like, you can do a lot with Robert Woods. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to catch the ball in traffic and move the chains. He can, you know, you, you hit him with reverses and, and wide receiver screens. Like, he was their do-it-all. And it's a shame that they're back in this position and he can't even um, get in on the action. Yo, crazy you talk, enough, you talking, you have you talking all, Cup, all about what he, what he does, Woods. and the number one, the num, the number one thing I hear about Robert Woods is he loves to block. And he loves he can, to hit. Yeah, I'm about to say, and he can block. He he, you know what Robert Woods is? <laughs> He's your man, JJ Ortega Whiteside with game. <laughs> all JJ Ortega Whiteside can do is block. Wow. He's on an NFL roster because he can block. He's JJ with game. <laughs> JJ ain't got no game. <laughs> Yo, JJ, Yo, I can I can attest to that. Though JJ ain't got the no Eagles game. are holding on to a receiver just because he can block. Man, what, have you ever heard of this before? <laughs> I yeah, understand man. how Shout important. Out to so when you Shout have a Mexican, good receiver, African Americans, right? When you have a good receiver that is a great blocker, you have the cherry on top. But when you have somebody that you might not even call, you shouldn't even call receiver, and he can just block. <laughs> Yo, put Whiteside on the offensive line if he that good. It's, it's not cutting. He's not giving you anything else. But, but we're not here no, to talk but about legit, that. No, legit, we're here to talk about legitimately. No, no, no. Hold on. Legitimately, dude is 6'4". Why can't you have him gain 25 pounds and play tight end? He's 6'4". Put 25 pounds on him nice and put him down. on the line. He's supposed man. to have hands. He's supposed to be a red zone threat. He probably got one touchdown in like four years. No, he none of that. <laughs> he none of, none of those things. All he can do is block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to be on an NFL roster as a receiver and all you can do is block. He must be the best blocking receiver in the league. He has to be. He has to be. But forget that. <laughs> forget that. Dude. Let's talk about. All right. Eric, so no, it, it's go, we got, we got seven minutes. Yeah, it is. It's definitely important to keep Joe Burrow upright against this Rams defense because you know they're the type of defense that can disrupt that plan against an uh, offensive line like the Bengals. But um, go ahead, B. What you the Rams? Um, I, I was just going to talk about that man in the middle, violence. Um, and I can look at him. You ever on the look middle, at someone on the edge, wherever like, they decide to put kinda, him. Kind of looking into his eyes and, like, he's very, he's very pleasant, very articulate, very well-spoken, highly intelligent, but you can tell that there's a screw loose. Something's wrong. Like he he holds it in, and then he I mean, kind of like kind of like Dominican Sue in his prom. Yeah, yeah, really yes, nice to you. Yes, sound like he nice. has a Harvard ev- education, and then they try to literally rip your head off. <laughs> he tried to literally try to kick you in your nards, and he was dirty. At least, at least Aaron Donald yeah. ain't dirty. He just he's legally violent. <laughs> Yo, he's legally violent. So legally I think violent. that um. You know, appreciating, and, and I really have been able to watch the, his position and learn a lot, even having played the game. He eats up so much space, and he's only 290 pounds, that it's insane that he takes on double and triple teams for 50% of the game. And it's like now they're starting to move him around on that D-line, but what he does that's most valuable is as a space eater, and he's basically a little fella by defensive line standards, 
but he opened so much up for Leonard Floyd, for Gaines, and that man, Vaughn, Vaughn huh, Miller looks like he's back. So I'm hey, Skyview in the chat room, he said, um, he said, y'all are selling the Bengals short. They beat the juggernauts twice. Um, I'm not selling them short. I wholeheartedly Yo. think the Bengals can win this game. And I think I, 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 win, or I believe lose, it's possible. win or lose, I have this being a three-point game. So I'm not selling anybody let short. Me, let, me, let, me res- let me respond, let me respond to that, that really quickly. That offensive line, this might be the game that's going to get them in trouble. Deb, do you remember that Houston uh, Texans commercial with uh, the older car brother <laughs> where he lined up with no O-line? Yeah, yeah. Joe yeah. Burrow is in that same position and has been able to be successful. So, Skyview, what you're basically saying is you have two Hall of Famers on the D-line, about three pro bowlers, and nothing on the offensive line blocking them, and you think it's going to be a, a walk in the park for Joe? And, and no, you know man, what, I think though? Joe Burrow has a bright future you know ahead of him, but he's going to get Beating CTE the quote-unquote juggernauts twice. You know what the juggernauts aren't juggernauts at? Defense. Rushing the passer. <laughs> right. Yep. They're defense, not rushing the passer, running the football. Defense. They're not juggernauts on the defensive side of the ball. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be a little bit different unless that Bengals, you know, coach <laughs> Y'all schemes, up a, the schemes up a, a I got one thing I think the Bengals may do. Not the Bengals, but the Rams may do. Uh, they might pull the old Belichick method. Double use that number eleven cornerback, the second corner, and double uh, chase and have Jalen Ramsey follow T. Higgins because he doubles. He, do. he, no, they've yeah. already they've already said this. It's been pulling some sleight of hand, but they said yeah. they're going to roll coverage to Chase and put Ramsey on Higgins because Ramsey thrives playing against bigger wide receivers. If Chase gets hot, if he gets hot. Then they'll have Ramsey switch off and travel with him, but that's that's the game yeah. plan. But one, but see the Rams. I think what people like Aaron Donald, he would have gone number one overall. I, I don't know what draft he was in, but he would probably be number one, number two. But it was all measurables. That's why he wasn't a high recruit because you know recruiting is about measurables for the most part. Uh, but right. this guy is awesome. This guy wrecks games, and they moving him around. They moved him around against the Bucks. And because the Bucks are missing Tristan Wirfs, they kept putting Aaron Doe on the right side, and it was wreaking havoc. And and I just think that one Matthew Stafford is gonna throw you a pick or two. You just gotta catch it. Uh, hey, <laughs> you know? hey, we got we got like thirty seconds left. So we uh, Tobias. Uh, okay. Winner, winner, score and MVP. Uh, I think the Rams, Rams win uh, twenty-eight seventeen, and Matt Stafford's MVP because he's a quarterback. Fred, winner, uh, score Fred. MVP. Uh, Rams 24-16, uh, Stafford MVP. B, winner, score MVP. Uh, Rams are the winner. The score is 32-21, to 21, and Eric Weddle will be your MVP. <laughs> oh, I, 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 <laughs> Eric Weddle. I got the not Jalen Hurts. I <laughs> I got the Rams twenty four twenty one at Stafford MVP. Um, all right, so thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Uh, thank you for tailgating with us for Super Bowl fifty six. Like to shout out to everybody in the chat room on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our group chat. Um, Tobias, thanks for for calling in and joining the conversation. Fred, thanks again for uh, co hosting with us. Look, y'all, tune in uh, the regular time, uh, Thursday, right here or on demand, as we uh, just talk about what happened in Super Bowl 56 and everything else that happened during the week of sports. So uh, make sure y'all enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your week up until you hear from us again. Stay safe in these streets. Mask up. Respect the shooter. And we'll see you right back here. Next time, be sure to catch our conversations on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our blogs, webcasts, and network podcasts on warroomsports.com. Also, make sure you pick up a copy of Jimmy's book at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. Until next time, everybody, y'all know what it is. Don't accept mediocrity and be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on top.
Jimmy, know the blueprint. Yo, every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Shout out to Dez, PJ, be often Doc Bay on replay. War Room Sports. Dot com. Get that mobile app. It's not dialed. Three two three fourteen double twelve. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough sports. Showtime like magic in the block push. Magic looking alive. Push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, pit stop and knowledge. Should be in sports credits. I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War Room Sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.